Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm Lily, and this is the podcast where we talk about everything and anything book-related. Today's topic is our monthly wrap-up. Our monthly, yeah. So we were talking about this because we were talking about how a lot of podcasters do, like, book reviews and we're like we never do that like we do the most chaotic things so we're like let's be professional for one day and talk about (laughs) talk about (laughs) the books we read this month and I thought it'd be fun because these are always really popular like on TikTok like people posting their monthly wrap-ups and we're like why not just make it a million times more excessive and actually give yeah. you guys a spoiler-free, like, spoiler-free reviews of all the books that we read this month. And you guys can hear, like, what's worth it and what's not. And then probably at the end, we'll go through, like, our TBRs for the next month, I'm assuming. Just quickly at the end. What do you yeah, th- that's true. Because... <laughs> that's true, because the thing about with, like, monthly wrap-ups on TikTok, it's, like, mm-hmm. a one-minute video, right? So they can't go in full-depth review about, like, oh, yeah. like... I, w- I think it's worth it. I think it's not worth it. These are the things I liked about it. So it's very hard, like, with monthly wrap-ups to know, like, all you get out of TikTok monthly wrap-ups, I feel like, is knowing if it was right for that person or not. But you yeah, really well, know if it's right for you. Exactly. You know? so and then this is a good way to it's gonna of, be like, sp- feel it. Yeah, it's going to be spoiler-free. So if you haven't read the books, obviously no worries. We're doing spoiler-free reviews so you guys know if you want to read these books or not. And then... If you have already read these books, you can hear our spoiler-free thoughts on them. So it's kind of like a win-win if you've read them or not. So, fun. Yeah, cool. All okay. right. Do you want to go first? We'll just take turns each saying one, maybe. What do you think? Okay. Well, this month I actually read quite a few books. Um, mm-hmm. So many as I wanted to read, but, like, I don't want to be that person. So I'm, like, I read eight books in total. I've mm-hmm. read eight books in total this month. But I, I'm currently reading, like, five, I think I found out. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? Right now it's the um 26th of May, so we still have time. Yeah. But uh, the first book I finished this month and read this month was the fourth book in the off-campus series by L. Kennedy mm-hmm. called... What was it called? <laughs> was it <laughs> The Score? The score, I can't, I don't think, I think the score's the third one. I'm going to look it up. There's the score, <laughs> the mistake, the deal, and the goal. I think I read the goal. I think it'd be really weird if she if she called the book about pregnancy the mistake. Go off. Go off. Yeah. Um, no, it was the goal. It was the goal. So yeah, what, did, what did you rate it out of five starting out? And then you can get in tomorrow of your... Thoughts. Um, I can't remember what I read. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with my Goodreads. Off my, off the top of my head, here's the thing: when I rate contemporaries, it's like a whole other freaking curriculum. Like I, I'm not rating it being like this is a literary masterpiece. I'm rating it like, yeah, the spot was good, the characters were there, I suppose, and you know, <laughs> the, it was the plot wasn't there, which is exactly what I was looking for. So five out of five. <laughs> um but no in all seriousness i i tried to find what i rated it like where the fuck did it go oh i suck at using goodreads guys it's not good well you Um, can come back to it if you want if you can't find it no 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 i've got it okay i rated it a five star okay okay oh here's my goodreads (laughs) review i'm just gonna 
I was hesitant to read this book because I had read in reviews that it wasn't as good as the first or the third one. Yes, I did skip the second because of those same reviews. And I honestly started this read expecting a light five-minute skim, finding something else to do and never touching it again. But here I am after spending two nights in a row binge reading this entire book after being in a month-long slump. And I can safely say that this is the book that has made it official. The off-campus series is officially my comfort series. Okay, I don't stand by that statement anymore. (laughs) Um, uh, That title goes to the Raven Cycle series, which we'll get into later. But mm-hmm. also, Tucker is my new favourite L. Kennedy boy so far, and I am so pleased by this satisfying read. From a series that I, to my shame, looked down upon for its erotic and cliche impression, not expecting to care about these books' stories at all, to actually welling up halfway through this book because I care about these characters so much, I'm not sorry I put my pride aside and read these novels. There was a sense of bittersweetness to this book that I will admit the others didn't have because reaching the final pages of this novel, it really hit me that this was the end end. However, I think that sadness was lightened by with the epilogue and it is clear that Kennedy likes to give her characters happy endings, which I appreciate. The off-campus series has been a delight to read and one day when the hole in my heart from this series <laughs> officially... <laughs> is just too much to bear it's nice to know i can go back and read the second book for the first time but for now l kennedy is a fantastic author that has that writes books that are addictive and heartwarming and i highly recommend wow if you don't follow my goodreads you're missing out (laughs) honestly (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh i mean your reviews Um, are something else okay but they're good they're great i enjoy listening but yes yeah I yeah. Mean. So overall, I really liked it. The thing about the off-campus series, I think you have to read it with very low expectations. Like go in. Oh, for sure. If you're expecting something great, I feel like this is the de- this is the deal. No pun intended. With uh, most contemporary reads, it's like you go, you cannot expect like some like literary masterpiece. You just can't. No. Um, and so I think that's why it hit really hard because I literally read it. I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate this book. I just. I literally was just, like, in a reading slump and I had absolutely nothing else to read. Like, everything just seemed so exhausting to read. I was like, I can't do it. Like, all this world building. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to read this and I'm going to hate it, but who cares? We'll just see. We'll read it for, like, five minutes. That way I can say I read for, like, five minutes today. And then, you know, it was, like, 2 a.m. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, crap. I have work tomorrow. I have to stop this. And then, like, next night... Um, and yeah, I, I liked it. I was very surprised by it because also that it follows a pregnancy storyline and it's not, pregnancy is not something that I have ever had an interest in, Mm -hmm. especially reading about. Um, but I was surprised she did a good job at it. And, um, I think sometime in the future, one day when I'm like not, have nothing else to read. I might read her spin-off series, the Bri U series. Mm-hmm. Um, it this book definitely set up for the first book in the Bri U series. Like there were some open-ended questions that, like, I feel like I could definitely want answered in the future. But as for right now, I was satisfied with it, and yeah, I feel like I've had my dose of L. Kennedy reads after this for now. So yeah. If you're into, like, erotic, um, like, N.A. contemporary novels, I think this series is for you. Mm. 
fun. Hmm. Fun. Um, So the first book I read this month... Okay, I'm just going to start by saying I read nine books this month. But some of them were short. Hmm. But anyway... Um, so the first thing I read... Some of them were short. Queen of Air and Darkness. That's the first one I read was Queen of Air and Darkness by Cassandra Clare. Um, it was the last book in the Dark Artifices trilogy. And it was just so well done. I rated it a 5 out of 5. There was only one thing about it that I didn't like. And, you know, it was a pretty... It was a pretty giant thing, I would say. Um, but... Overall, it still was good and so well done that I couldn't bear to take off any points for it. Because I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't like one thing in a 2,000-page trilogy. Like, I'll get over it, you know? <laughs> like, mm. And honestly, everything else was just so perfectly done. I loved every single character. I loved every single, like, romantic relationship. I loved every single friendship and the family relationship. It was all beautiful and like I feel like what like got this book like that made this book stand out for me like compared to the other ones is all the characters emotions that they went through in this book were portrayed so well like I was feeling everything they were feeling if that makes any sense at all like I feel like it was so well written in that retrospect that I felt like I was going through like the same things that they were going through and yeah I know and then I loved like There was a lot of creativity in this book, and I can't really say elaborate more without spoiling things, but there's a lot of creativity in this book, and she took it in a lot of directions that I would have never even, could never have even come up with in my head in like a million years, even after I'd read the first two books. And so I was like always really surprised reading it. Like I was always like, oh my god, wow. Like I was never like, oh my god, I saw that coming, you know? And so that was great. Yeah. We've discussed, uh, you've also said that this is Cassandra Clare's best series, right? Yeah, like, and I felt like it was a great conclusion. Like, I didn't feel like the book was too long, personally. Like, I thought it was, even though it was 870 pages, like, I just <laughs> didn't want it to end because it was just so good. Um, and, yeah, it was and so good. Yeah, I, I also, I'm really excited to read The Dark Artifices after watching you read it because just yeah. all the things that you've said about it, I'm like, oh, wow, this sounds really good. Um, and something that I, I think particularly I'm excited about is uh, I was really surprised with how much you enjoyed it considering that book talk never talks about it. Like I, I thought, know. Yeah, with the, um, with the amount of, like, silence around this series on a book talk I just assumed maybe it was like just horrible and something that like nobody talked about because people didn't want to taint Cassandra's reputation and I was like I okay, thought but it was her reputation great is still good after the mortal instruments I'm like well, how bad can it be <laughs> it's but then super, you read it and you loved it yeah it's super highly rated on Goodreads too and I really liked how what I loved about this book is how like tight-knit everyone was like Obviously, everyone was going through a lot, and I feel like just the friendships and relationships, even from the side characters in through, like, a lot of these moments is, like, I, like, shed tears over just, like, some of their conversations because they were just, like, so passionately written, and I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> so it was super well done, and it was awesome, so... Five out of five. That was a great way to start my month was by reading that. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, the next uh, cluster of books, I guess you could say, that I read this month was um, The Natural Series by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. And I don't know, if, you, if you're a regular listener of this podcast, we've quite, Lily has brought it up <laughs> quite a bit. You know, I think it'll be interesting if I ever, like, feel like re-listening to some podcast episodes a couple months back. I'll probably be surprised to hear, like, how many times Lily, like, reference the naturals in this podcast, just because it happened, like, so sporadically. But anyway, she had been asking me to read this for a while, and she read it because our friend Amira, who also is featured in, I think, our third episode, um, she, she read this series, like, when she was, like, 13, and she loved it. And then Lily read it, like, last year, I think. And then Mm -hmm. they kept begging me to read it. And I just, I was very much like, guys, like, I just, it just seems like, I hate to say it, but it just seems like one of those series that you read to feel like you're 13 again, you know? And, uh, yeah, like, you know those series how, like, people, it's kind of like with you and Shatter Me at the moment, where you're just like, I feel like I'm... Yeah, 13 again. And I don't know why, but I just got those vibes off the naturals. <laughs> and so I was just very like, oh, yeah, I'll read it. I'll read it. Never read it. And, and then anyway, it was kind of a very similar deal to what happened with um, the the goal, where it was like, oh, this seems like a simple read. Like, we'll just give it a go. Anyway, hooked from like chapter one of the first book. Like, the how this... The, I don't even know, like, honestly, I don't think I've read a book that's, like, immersed, like, hooked me so quickly. Like. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? You're like, yeah. I know, because I was going to say I taught you so. Yeah, I very got, I know, you can, you've already, you can say that I told you so, like, it's a great series, like, but anyways, whatever. Podcast listeners, don't make Olivia's mistakes. And read the naturals. <laughs> well, yeah, like, it's just, it's that I'm not a huge mystery gal. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've read the the only mystery books I've read in my life are, like, The Perfectionist by Sarah Shepard, um, who is the same author who wrote the Pretty Little Lies books, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And I wasn't a fan of that at all. Um, like, I liked the first one, but how the second one ended was ridiculous. And then uh, One of Us is Lying, I read that, and I didn't, unpopular opinion, like, I think I would appreciate One of Us is Lying now, but back then I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I was like, I don't like that ending. Um, but anyway, yeah. so I'm not a mystery <laughs> girl, but then this series kind of completely changed my, like, opinion on it. Um, there were one or two things that I wasn't happy with, like, the relation, <laughs> the relationships, like, what uh the ships that I wanted to get together but nobody else seemed to have feel as passionately about that as me yeah that was just you yeah oh okay (laughs) got it um and so yeah but the characters are great they're super infectious the friendship circle is immaculate honestly I I think if the series just had better covers BookTok would have adopted this like years ago for sure i agree because yeah i i genuinely think it's like just a cover thing like because her other her new series the inheritance games 
has like a great cover and it's like taking off on book talk yeah so, so if you've heard of the yeah. inheritance games on book talk this is by the same author and it's fantastic yeah. It just, like, ticks all the boxes for book talk. Like, it has, yeah. like, family, hot guys, like, good plot. They like, all have yeah. trauma. It's great. All got yeah. trauma. Lots <laughs> of trauma. Yes. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is such a book talk series, but it's just, like, book talk hasn't picked it up yet, which is really interesting. But, yeah, so I read, though, there's four books, and I, I read them all, and that took up a large chunk of my month, and... I think I gave all of them five stars, except for, God, now I have to go. Um, no, I think I gave them all five stars. Oh, that's I fun. Mean, as they should, you know. Hmm. We're both having a oh, lot I of gave the lot. I gave the second one four stars. Yeah. But otherwise, they were all five stars. So. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Wow. Um, okay, so my next read this month was The Crown of Gilded Bones, which is the third book in the From Blood and Ash series. Um, and that just came out in the, at the end of April. So I got around to reading it in early May, and it was really good. I read it relatively quickly. It was really fun to reopen up that world again, get to see some of our favorite characters. I really missed Kieran, so I was really glad we got to see him make a reappearance, and he had a very big role in this book, which made me really happy. Um, the I My only complaint about this book, wait, I guess I'll start out by saying I rated it like a four and a half out of five stars, and the whole time I was reading it, I kept going back and forth between, okay, is this a four and a half stars that you would take down to a four on Goodreads, or is this a four and a half stars that you round up to a five, right? Mm-hmm. And for the majority of my time reading this book, I said that this was a four and a half stars that you ran down to a four on Goodreads. But I felt like the author could have taken out about 100 pages of the middle of the novel. I felt like a lot of it was kind of repetitive in the middle. And she could have just taken out like 100 pages and the book still would have been fine, I think. Um... But as I continued reading, I, the ending, just how it ended, like the last like a hundred pages of that novel were so insane. They connected to so, like she connected to so much from the first book, which I love when books do that, when everything connects to like book one, right? And you don't even realize. Mm. And then you realize that, like, oh, my God, wow, there's so much more to this than I originally thought. I always think that's so fun. And then just the last few pages, just in general, like, were so powerful. I had, like, goosebumps. I was like, oh, my God, and I never say that. I have goosebumps when I'm reading. That's something I – that's a phrase I do not like. But I really <laughs> – I truly did. And I was just, like, so shocked. And so by the time I finished the book – but like after reading that last hundred pages, I was like, this is a four and a half that you rate round up to a five on Goodreads. And that's what I did. And so it was just, it was very interesting. It was very good. It's, I'm it's kind really of shell shocked a little bit. <laughs> it's really weird here. You t- the way that you talk about this book is just so fascinating to me because yeah. you're literally like, there's so much, you, you're hyping up these last couple pages, like, so much, and so I'm like, how much could happen in, like, 
like, in the last yeah. 100 pages, so much happens. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I didn't even like because I was starting to get like I was like oh my god can this like end already like I know where this is going they're gonna go in and they're gonna do this and they're gonna say this and it's gonna be like a fucking battle and I'm gonna like you know like I'm just not gonna be able to handle it but I was 100% wrong like, it went in like a totally different direction than I like ever could have expected and I was just like I was literally sitting there beside my friend while reading and she was staring at me the whole time she's like I don't think there's ever been anything more entertaining than watching you read this book right now and I'm like I just don't know what to say like <laughs> it was so good so yeah and I need the fourth book now so I would say honestly it was definitely worth definitely worth the read and I really started to doubt it there for a little while in the middle but I'm glad I kept with it and yeah mm. yeah okay cool so a crown of gilded roads is it my turn now yeah it's your turn now okay cool, cool, cool. so the next book that I read after the naturals was the okay this is where it gets kind of confusing because I Oh, no, no, no. It's not confusing. Okay. I thought I started reading, like, multiple books at once. And I was like, I don't know how this works then. But, no. I read The Raven Boys by mm -hmm. Maggie. I never know how to say her last name. Maggie Steve Vader? Oh, no. Um, and, anyway, I... This was a series that I feel like it's, a, it's such a weird series, like, in terms of popularity. Because I... I feel like it's a series that so many book talkers have like read, but it's like but just like no one talks, talks about, about it. it. Yeah, and then but then you look up like the hashtag on TikTok has like ten million views, so you're like, okay, so it's definitely not like an unknown series. And yeah, I, yeah, you know what I think it is. I think probably back when like 2012, this was a really really popular series. Um, yeah, and so yeah, but. Anyways, I wanted to give it a go because I have really have recently become, like, addicted to the idea of, like, boy-girl, like, platonic friendships. Like, I think they're so, like, wholesome and they're not, like, written about enough or, like, I don't know what that says about me, but I just think, like, it's such a wholesome thing. Like, some of my favorite um, friendships in fiction and literature are, like, boy-girl platonic friendships like Cassie and Farrah like Chef's Kiss you know yada yada mm -hmm. yada Aelin and Fenris like really cool anyway yeah. so uh, I heard some things about like the Raven Cycle series where it was like well that's basically what the Raven Cycle series is it's like one girl and like five guy friends or something like that and I was like oh interesting so I gave it a read literally having no idea what to expect from it because another thing that I hear about this series is it's kind of like Six of Crows in the sense of, like, the plot is just... It's one of those plots that you just kind of read and accept and then you finish it. And you're like, yeah, I couldn't tell you what happened. But I liked it. It's that audio. Yeah. It's like, but it sure was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And so I gave it a read and I really enjoyed the first book. I had no idea what was going on half the time. But nevertheless, it was entertaining. I read it in about... I think it really helped that I forced myself to read it in, like, one day because last week I did this whole thing where I was just like, I'm not – I'm going to read just constantly. And so, um, yeah, I think it it really helped that I read it in one day. I do think it would be one of those books that if you had to read it in, like, 
over the course of like three weeks in like small increments you would get bored like you would get very yeah. dragged out you would feel like it but reading it like one sitting it kind of went quicker and so I don't know I it worked for me and I liked it I rated it I don't know I rated it five stars so I must have liked it um characters <laughs> were good very atmospheric uh I really like the writing style. I never read this, like, a book by this author before, but I really mm-hmm. like her writing style. And, like, the vibes are immaculate. The playlist. Oh, my God. The I'm sorry. But I've never felt so passionately about a book series fan-made playlist than this book series fan-made playlist. I literally listen to the playlist, like, just in my spare time because the vibes are so good. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I mean, so I know you really, right you really, no, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, see, I don't listen to playlists while reading, so, like, trying mm. to, like, comprehend this idea, I'm just, like, hmm, interesting, like, I, like, you, I you seem so passionate about this playlist, and I'm like, I, don't know. I need to know no. what, what is, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I don't know what it is, I did it ever since I started reading Red Queen, like, I, I it all started with Red Queen, which, you know, for those of you new here, like, Red Queen was a series that, like, got me back into reading last year and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I remember just, like, being mind-blown when I was like, oh, my God, this playlist on Spotify, like, based off of the books, like, and, like, give you, like, the vibe. I just love it so much. I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah I can, I wish I could listen to music while reading, but I just never can. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I definitely, yeah. Some place, okay. But I think that's why I like these playlists so much. Sorry, this is so off topic. We'll, we'll just stop in a minute. But, like, I think that's why I like these playlists a lot because a lot of the music on these playlists don't have words in them. So it's actually uh, a lot easier. Yeah. Like, I've never really, a lot of the times, like, there'll be, like, a lot of the times the playlists, like, the songs in playlists based on books will have, like, lyrics that relate to the characters. But the thing about the Raven Cycle series, like, her writing is so, like, it's all about, like, the vibes. And so, like, yeah. there isn't really lyrics to kind of, like, describe these characters' situations. Like, I'm sure there is. But, like, when people make playlists, you're not thinking, like, oh, these lyrics are so, like... Gansy, yeah, you know, Gansy is not the characters. It's more like oh, it's the vibes, like the 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 bass in this song, and so like a lot of the songs in the playlist don't have words in them, and so it's really easy to like listen to and read, and just creates like this whole like thing. And anyways, I'm obsessed with it. So yeah, five out of five. Uh, I recommend if you're into like fantasy reads, and it's got those like twilight cozy vibes, you know. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Rainy small town, cute. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the next book I read, I picked up some short standalones for the rest of this month, pretty much, because I, um, the last two, the first two books I read this month were obnoxiously long, and I just couldn't handle that anymore. And so the first thing I read was To Kill a Kingdom, and I actually had a lot of fun reading To Kill a Kingdom because. My friend, one of my reader friends, she had read To Kill a Kingdom, really liked it. Um, this was, you know, about six months ago. And for my birthday, she's like, I want to get you a book, but that's so boring, just to get you a book. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not really 
too picky about the whole situation. <laughs> like it's I'm gonna party to the idea. I mean. Yeah. And then she's like, Would you be interested in me like getting you a book that I've read and you have not? And I like annotate it. Like reread it and like tab it. And like so I thought that's what she did with me for To Kill a Kingdom. And I thought it was so cool because as I was reading it, I got to see, like, all the things that she tabbed as, like, iconic lines and iconic scenes and funny moments and all that stuff. So that was just, like, super fun to, like, read her, like, annotated version of To Kill a Kingdom. Um, I read To Kill a Kingdom four stars. I thought it was a lot of fun. I really don't understand the controversy of this book. Like, a lot of people rate it, like, kind of low stars. And I feel like most of that just comes from people expecting to... It's a 300-page novel. I'm like, what are you all expecting? Like, Throne of Glass <laughs> quality? Like, it, like yeah. calm down. Books like, it always expects, like, a book series worth of information. In, in like, 300 pages. Yeah, you know, yeah. if it's 300 like, pages or 1,000 pages. For the length of this novel, I think the author did a great job of getting in all that plot. And I liked all the characters in this book. Like, the friendships were cute. I really shipped the couple. And I thought it was great. Like, the main character was actually super fun. I loved the whole concept of it. And I had such a fun time reading it. Like, I was never bored while I was reading it. Um, The only reason I would say, like, give it, like, a four stars instead of a five stars is because I felt like some more romance scenes could have been kind of fun. However, I'm just, like, obsessed with romance in books. And... It was only 300 pages. It's a me thing, for sure. It's just I shipped the main couple a lot. I think she did such a great job of creating them that I was like, I just want more, you know? Um, And there was, like, this one friendship that I was like, oh, I would love to see some, like, more scenes between the two of them. But, again, I couldn't really ask for too much more because it was only 300 pages. But, yeah. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the comparison you made. You made a comparison with this book and said it reminded you of Daughter of the Pirate King. Yeah, like the um, the two characters, like the like the main girl and the main guy, really reminded me of like a Lost in Raiden from Daughter of the Pirate King. Um, so if you liked that book, you would definitely like this one. Like especially the girl, she gave me like such big loss of vibes. And you know, I it was great and. Um, there's something I was going to say about it, but now I can't remember. But I just love, like, the whole, like, general premise of it. Like, what the plot was. I thought it was fun. And, you know, there's, like, royalty in it and sirens and just, like, all the things that, like, I don't know, that, like, I love. I think a lot of people enjoy in a book. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's so good. Um, the next book I read this month was The Sea of Monsters by Rick Rorden. Mm-hmm. And... And I didn't really know what to expect from this. I've read about 50 pages. So basically, <laughs> uh, me and Percy Jackson have a complex relationship. Sure. Um, basically, I feel like I don't know what it was. Like, I'm really, I just really want to know, like, where my childhood went wrong in this front where it was just like I don't know what happened but my my like reading path and like Percy Jackson and Harry Potter like never crossed and it feels like every other child in the freaking planet like when they were any age from like 10 to 14 
read like Percy Jackson and Harry Potter, but I just never did. And I cannot tell you why. And so it's created like a really interesting thing though growing up because it's just like, especially being like a reader now, like it's so interesting because it's just something that's like a given almost. It's like, oh, you've read Percy Jackson or oh, you've read Harry Potter. But I'm always that person where I'm just like, no, haven't, haven't done it. And so <laughs> um, I, I honestly wasn't planning on reading Percy Jackson like at all, like this year or last year, wasn't on my radar but mm-hmm. then um, it got a little bit awkward when I started, I made, like, a TikTok about, like, Percy Jackson, and then it got, like, a lot of views, and then I, you know, I, I made another one, and then it got more views, and then it was just, like, really weird, and I was, like, I just feel really weirded out by the fact that I have, like, people think that, like, I'm, like, a Percy Jackson stand, and I haven't even read Percy Jackson, yeah. Just something, a weird thing about my life that I never would have guessed happened. So I decided to give the series a go. I read the first book and I found, I thought it was good, but it was Mm -hmm. definitely like a kid's book, you know. And so I was like, okay. Um, And, you know, I think I read it at such an awkward time too after reading like Throne of Glass. Yeah. Jackson. Like that's such a weird contrast. And so, anyway, I read the first book and then I read, like, I straight away, I read, like, 50 pages of Sea of Monsters because I wanted to kind of get the series, like, out of the way, if you will. But then mm-hmm. I just realized, I was like, no, I want to, like, appreciate this. So I'm, I'm going to stop and then come back to it when I, like, you know, can or when I want to. And then, anyway, I just, like, last week, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily wanted to, but I was just like, we got to get this out of the way. Like, I'm 50 pages into this book. Mm-hmm. I need the bookmark, you know? You know? I'm just like, yeah. I... Yeah, I'm sick of this being here. Anyway, so I read it in about... I read it in one day. Um, and I really liked... I was I was really surprised. Um, something that I really think I'm going to appreciate about the Percy Jackson series is the books are so short. Like, this yeah. is 250 pages. But it's crazy because then the amount of stuff that happened in the 250 pages was, like, so much. I was like, oh, wait. I think I've read, like, 400-page novels that have had less stuff happen in it than this 250-page novel. And yeah. I was just, like, so surprised because it didn't feel rushed in any way. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. I was just yeah. like, wow. The editor did a great job, and I liked how it finished. I think I'm very, you know, I think I'm going to like probably the the final books the most just because I think that's when, like, they're going to be more close to my age and hopefully, like, the content ages up a little bit too. But, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, so far so good. Uh, I really, I, you know, it's definitely a me thing, but... Um, I am, they, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't look forward to the Percy and Annabeth scenes a little bit too much um, <laughs> because I just think they're so flipping cute. And I'm very excited for the TV show. I think it's going to make a good TV show. So Yeah. yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, so my next read was another standalone, and it was called Sorcery of Thorns. This one got a little popular on Book Talk a while back, but not necessarily for a good reason. A bunch of people were saying they didn't like it, and so I was pretty apprehensive to read this book. But I read the back, and I was, like, entranced with the idea of, like, the concept. So I'm like, you know what? 
screw you, book talk. Oh, I'm going to read this anyway, you know. And But then I got really nervous because then I kept seeing bad reviews for it. And I was like, oh, well, maybe you should just stick to what you know, Lily. And that's, you know, reading whatever book talk tells you to. And, you know, don't be what? original ever. Uh, what is the premise of the book? Like, if you don't mind me Yeah, Sorcery of Thorns. It's basically about this, like, it's like a fantasy. So we're in a fantasy world. And basically, there's all these, like, major libraries. And the main character, like, Elizabeth, she works at one of, like, the great libraries. And she was apprenticed to work at one when she was, like, way younger than, like, all the other people who normally apprentice there. But she's always been, like, a lot more... Like, curious than most and, like, really tries to get, like, involved. And these libraries basically store all these, like, magical spell books for the sorcerers. But the it's really ironic. It's the librarians hate the sorcerers. So this is probably not a good system they have going on. And because they're, like, the sorcerers are evil. Like, they do evil dark magic. Like, we don't want that, you know? And one day... A sorcerer comes to the library to get one of their little books, and Elizabeth, the main character, has, like, an interaction with him because she's off sneaking somewhere being mischievous, and they meet or whatever. And then later, there's a big attack on the library, and Elizabeth has to, like, basically, like, kill something. I don't want to, like, get too much into the details, but, I mean, it's within the first, like, 30 pages, but she has to kill something, and then... Basically, they're like, I can't believe you've done this. Like, we're sending you away to be put on trial to, with the sorcerers because they're really unhappy. And she's like, oh, God, the sorcerers always just kill everyone they put on trial. But lo and behold, guess who comes to pick her up? Same sorcerer that she'd been in the library at the beginning. And then oh, wow. so it's like a whole thing. And then she goes like with him. And then there's like this whole other, like bigger plot going on that I don't want to get into because I'll spoil the whole novel. But that's basically like the first like 45 pages of the book. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and so basically everyone was talking about this book and they saying they didn't like it because it gave them Akatar vibes, but like not as good. And quite honestly, no clue where people get that from. It is nothing like Akatar absolutely nothing like Akatar. Like, if I was going to compare it to another book series, like I told Olivia when I was reading, I'm like, it gives me more Shadowhunters vibes than anything else. Like, mm -hmm. so if you've read, like, the Shadowhunters and you like it, it's probably, like, a good standalone for you because that's what it reminded me more of than Akatar. Like, I got nothing Akatar from that book. But it was so freaking good. Like... The love interest? I loved him. And then, like, Silas, he was, like, another side character, and he was just, like, I loved him. Like, everything about his character. I loved all the characters. I loved the romance. I loved the plot. Weirdly enough, I don't normally say that because normally I don't pay attention to the plot. But even <laughs> that kept me fairly entertained. And so I think I rated this book, like, a... F I rated this book a five stars on Goodreads. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this book. There was nothing wrong with it, in my opinion. I love so, that. I, I definitely think where the comparison comes from, like, just from, like, a completely outsider's point of view, it totally comes from Booktop just judging a book by its cover, because the cover, I see it, like, the girl looks like Feyre on the cover of the book, and then there's Thorns yeah. in the title. Like, that's totally where the comparison comes from, but it stops yeah. there, according to you, which is, like, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's really interesting, because I have that book on my shelf, and... Um, it's just kind of there, but I wasn't really, like, 
I, I wasn't really planning on, like, reading it at all. It wasn't, like, on my radar for uh, to be, like, a recent read in my future. But then, like, hearing you talk about it, I was like, oh, okay, that sounds like kind of, that kind of sounds like a bop. There we go. I mean, I um, think that you would like it. Like, it's a really cool, fun fantasy world, and I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's not like a first in a series, is it? Or is it no, it's done. Like, it's wrapped up. Like, it was oh, really good. And the ending was yeah. super cool. Like, my only complaint about it is I feel like the battle scene at the end went on a little too long, in my opinion. But also, at the same time, I was really tired when I read that. And I, so I had a hard time following a little bit. But I really liked how the battle ended. Like, how they wrapped up the battle at the end. I thought it was really cool. Um... And I love how the book ended overall, so it was a really fun read. Love that. Okay. All right. Cool. Your turn. My turn. Uh, the the second last book I have read so far this month is yes. They Both Die at the End by Adam Silvera. This was definitely a read that I had been anticipating to read for a while. I mean, I think it's an understatement to say that it's one of Book Talk's most popular books. Um, especially standalones and I was very intrigued by the concept of like how you get a phone call saying you're going to die by the end of the day Um, and then I I really love that concept and anyway I pretty much I read this I didn't I I think I read it I tried to read it in a day but I was too slow so it was more like a day and a half but whatever a day and a half you're despicable yeah. Well, I wanted to read it in a day because it's like, you know, it the whole novel takes place in a day. So I was like, oh, yep. the vibes are going to be good. But anyways, um, I'm going to be honest. I do feel like I don't know what I was expecting. I think it, it's definitely a book where the concept was there, but I don't yeah. know what it was. It was just kind of like um, fell flat a bit for me, but I don't. I couldn't tell you why. And mm. so, as a I think result, it's just any, like, I feel like most really short books usually have that, in my personal opinion. Like, totally. most short books, you usually feel like you're like, even me with like To Kill a Kingdom, I'm like, I don't know why I took one star off. It was just there was something missing there. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like totally. that's my opinion. That's my opinion with like most short books that are like only standalones, if that makes sense. Because you just don't have time to connect with the characters in that way, right? That's totally what it was. It was the connection yeah. of the characters that was missing. And, you know, with a book where it's like they both die at the end, you know, it's yeah. a little bit like you want it. I feel like it would have just hit so hard, so different if, like, he, you know, maybe it was a – there were a couple more pages where it was just you You learnt about these characters and you you definitely learnt about these characters, but it was very, like, bare bones of, like, oh, this is – this is Mateo and he has a mom and a dad and you know yada 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 um yeah but I will I think it would have hit harder if like Adam Silvera kind of made a point to write like about just like some more memories like humanize them a bit more because when you're reading a book as morbid as like they both with a title as morbid as they both die at the end mm-hmm. um you're uh, for me my natural instinct is like I don't want to cry so I'm just gonna not connect with these people because yeah die anyway and so i think he i just wish maybe he put in a little bit more effort and to be like no you will care about these characters and you will cry over them and so but 
he, but I mean, he must have done that for some people because some, you know, I hear all the time that people sobbed reading this book, but I didn't shed a tear. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great analytical book. I think it could be a great school book to kind of study. Um, For sure. It makes you contemplate ideas that you don't usually contemplate in a YA genre. So I respect that a lot. And if I can, I think I will watch the TV show when it comes out, the miniseries. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Fun. Um, okay, the next book I read, the last standalone from my month, was Girl, Serpent, and Thorn, which this book was really good. Um, again, I rated it about a four stars, I think. It, um, it would probably be slightly higher than four stars, but like not like quite a 4.5, if that makes any sense at all, you know? Um, it, it was a good book. I very much liked the premise. Um, we loved actually getting to see some uh, woman love woman representation in a novel because I feel like that's so underrepresented in the YA genre that yes. I thought she did a great job. Um, when I found out, when I when it kind of clicked in my head who like the other girl was going to be, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is great. <laughs> like, this is so fun. Um, and so I feel like she really did a really great job of like that romance. Um, the plot was good, but I do wish that again, I think it would have been good if we got to see a little bit more of some of the side characters a little bit, because you could tell these, and again, this was a 300 page book. I can't ask for too much. However, I do think she could have made this book a bit longer, like, and actually made it like a longer standalone or even made it a duology if she really wanted to. Because I feel like there were so many side characters that I was so interested in and we just got nothing from them. Mm. And I was like, I was invested, girl. Like, I want to know more about, like, all these people's past and, like, you know. And I think that this is a book that also would have been interesting if we got more than one POV as opposed to just the main characters. Um, Yeah, interesting. And so that was kind of my only thing there. And even just kind of connecting with the villain a little bit more because the villain was very interesting in this story and I think she did a really cool concept with it. But I feel like because it was such a short book and it was so rushed, I feel like I never got that like big, you know, moment of clarity with the villain when you're like, I kind of understand why you're doing this, you know? Yeah, Um, interesting. Because it was such a short book. So I feel like she even could have made this a duology and I think it would have been a lot better. Um, But overall, like the plot and the concept... What, and the romance I thought was super cute, even though, like I said with the other ones, I could have had a little bit more with it. Um, but, yeah, it was good. I liked the idea behind it, and it was a fun, quick read. Girls in the it's about witches, eh? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Girls in the Thought is just one of those books that I see and I just feel like I have such a wrong idea, which has just been proven right about what it's about. It's um so basically there's these humans and our main character, Soraya, I'm not hundred percent sure if I'm saying her name right, that's how I said it the whole time I was reading, but I may be wrong. She is a part of the royal family, except she's really outcasted from the royal family because before she was born her mother encountered encountered like a div. And kind of how I pictured the div is, like, kind of like a mix between, like, a fairy and then, like, a siren kind of a little bit. Like, something like that. Except, like, they're not, like, a siren because they're not in water. But, like, they kind of give me that same energy. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically a div, like the divs and the humans hate each other. And a div placed a curse on her mother saying that your firstborn daughter is going to be um, cursed and she's not going to be able to touch anyone. And if she touches anyone, it's, yeah, it's shout out to vibes. And if she touches anyone, they'll just like instantly die. And I'm like, okay, well, that's bad. Um, so that's basically the premise behind it. And so she's been like outcasted from her family because they don't want to know that the royal family's cursed. So they kind of just like keep her locked up so no one suspects anything, which that in itself is suspicious. I don't know what they thought they were doing with that. Um, but yeah, so that is kind of what it's about. Nice. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. I mean, all right. All right. Uh, all right. Going to say something? No, I was gonna say all right. Let's hear <laughs> oh. your last book of the, the last book of the year, or the year, oh. the month. The year, yeah, the month. The whole year, uh, you're done. Yeah, I mean it's been fun. What can I say? Twenty twenty one flew by. Uh, so I actually read nine books this month. I'm counting it. I think I said I read eight, but oh my god, I'm kind of flexing on myself right now because I thought Ooh. I read eight. Ooh. Uh, the ninth book I've read this month and the final book I've read this month so far is uh, the the second book in the Raven Cycle series uh, called The Dream Thieves. And mm-hmm. this was just like a really good sequel. Um, I love when series like deliver on their sequels, you know, like there's nothing worse than when you're reading a series and you're like, this has a lot of potential. And then you read the sequel and you're just like, what? what? You literally gave yourself every opportunity, like to make this, to just, like, increase the quality. Where did we go wrong? You know, Children of Blood and Bone is quaking. But with, like, the Dream Thieves, the author just, like, did, did the opposite. Like, she, it, the, there were so many things that happened where I was like, oh, my God. Like, I never would have thought that she would have went in this direction with that, but it mm-hmm. makes complete sense. Kind of, kind of giving me similar vibes to what you said about, like, the dark artifices where it was like she went so many different directions and you just yeah. wouldn't have guessed it it was like that like uh even just like the whole premise of it i'm not gonna get into it because spoilers but like yeah like i was very kind of i was actually really concerned when i realized like because each book i think followed uh some of the books in this series there's four books in the series and some of them really do follow the journey of just like one character and basically, like, the second one follows a character called Ronan. And in The Raven Boys, the first book, Ronan was easily, like, my least favorite character. I, it was just, like, I don't know what it was. It just was, like, uh, he's clearly not that important. But then, so when I saw the second book was, like, his book, and not every Raven Boy gets a book of their own, I was, like, what is she going to do with him? Like, honestly. And I loved it. And I love, and now he's, like, one of my favorite characters. And I think that's a huge omen to the author. And, yeah, I really love the premise and I loved his backstory. Um, I'm reading the third book now. I will say that, you know, again, a me thing. Uh, since it was about Ronan, um, there wasn't a lot of, like, romance because Ronan is not really a romance kind of guy. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I'm. it's nice to be – I definitely think the author – probably knew that most of her audience were going to be a female and so I like that she made the third book back about like Blue the girl of the series because like uh her story you know there's a little bit 
there's that plot that's really cool and then there's also like that um romance which for me that's what I look for in a series I love a good romance and I love a good plot and I love a good friendship circle and so I like having my holy trinity back you know what I'm saying so <laughs> anyways yeah. yeah so I rated it five stars I think yeah five Fun. stars yeah Cool. I'm very interested to see where this series goes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I recommend. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other books left? So my last thing is just going to clump together, like, for the four books of the Shatter Me series in one thing, because that's basically what I've been reading. So I read the first book, uh, not this month. I read that uh, a little bit ago. And so this month I read Unravel Me and then Destroy Me, Aaron Warner's novella. And then I read um, Fracture Me, which is Adam's novella. And then I read Ignite Me. So those four books. And let me say they're all five stars, except for Fracture Me, which I did four stars. I was really expecting that to be a five stars because Adam, not really a huge fan. Even at the time that I read this novella, he was just kind of like boring to me. Like I, I wasn't really interested in him as a person. Um... And then it was, like, super short, too. It was, like, 75 pages. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, how much can we really do? So four stars. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't bad, either. You can't really make a book bad or good in 75 pages, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So it was, like, four stars. But all the rest, oh, my God. Like, I made a TikTok about this today. Like, these books are objectively terrible. I can sit back and sit from a distance and say, these books... They're not good, but they are the shit. They're amazing. They've got crack in them. I don't know what it is, but these books are something else. Like, Olivia watched me reading Unravel Me a few nights ago, and she was just looking at me being like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I, it's, it's, true. it's yeah. really good, and I hate it. And then... Ignite Me just stepped it up to that next level, and <laughs> I got the romance I was looking for. <laughs> oh uh, actually, to be truthful, I have, like, 50 pages of Ignite Me left right now, so I'm technically not, like, done yet, but I'm finishing it tonight. Yes, she will be, yeah. And it's just... Watching her read it was such a <laughs> <interesting laughs> thing. In real, in everyday life, Lily's quite calm and collected. Like it's very, she's not very like. Even when she's chaotic, it's very like calm, chaotic. You know, mm-hmm. she she's very stable. I think is what I'm trying to say. Usually, like. But why know. was not stable reading but this no, novel? Absolutely not. I was looking at her and I was just like, I just don't even know what to think of it. Like, it was just so weird seeing Lily, like, lose her shit every five seconds over a book. I was like, what is in that thing? And then... Crack. Crack is in this book. exactly. (laughs) And then every time I asked her, she's just like, oh, my God, Olivia, you just, like, don't understand. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Okay, it was so good. And Erin met all my expectations. And honestly, I was a bit worried. I was a bit worried because I was like... You know, like, what if, you know, everyone's talked about Aaron Warner and says that he's just, like, God-tier. But, like, what if he's not, you know? What if I read this and he's just, like, medium-tier? But no, mm. they didn't lie. He's great. 
And what I particularly loved about this series is it has all the tropes. Like, it has all the tropes. Like, it has, like, the, like, training trope. It has the trope where he calls her love. He has the trope where they're training and he says to her, easy. That's the best trope. It has amazing, like, physical combat scenes between, like, the two. It's just... There, it's got all the tropes. It, uh, it's, it's got all the good tropes that you talk about when, you know, like that podcast we did where we talked about like our favorite tropes like a few weeks ago? Yeah. It has like all those. And it's like the cringiest Wattpad book I've ever read and the writing is so cringy, but it's, it makes it better. Honestly, the cringy writing's just a part of it at this point that like if she started writing phenomenally, I'd be like, well, this has just lost its appeal. Why am I even here? You know? Yeah. So... Yeah. We stand. It's been fun. I'm loving it. So, yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> I forced Olivia to I go to the library. I wish we talked about this first because now you're so hyped up and passionate and we just have to go now. And it's just like, I'm fat. I'm quite scared to leave you in this state. Well, now it's okay. Now I can go finish Ignite Me. True. Oh, so God. now I'm ready. <laughs> You're gonna call me back in a little bit and be like, "Oh God, I don't want to talk." You're gonna be like, "I'm busy. I, I don't want to speak to you." As <laughs> he finishing that. <laughs> oh, I need to give you some cool off time or give me some mental preparation <laughs> time or like it. Good gosh. Okay. Well, well that that's all. That's our that wrap wraps up. up the month. That was fun. I liked this little chit chat. <laughs> yes I mean uh, let us uh, yeah let us know if you want this to be a regular thing I, I guess um we have a tiktok at two girls who read podcast we have a twitter at two girls who read um we have individual tiktoks at the book readers and at it's olivia grace underscore and yeah so let us know if that you want this to be a regular segment this is really just like a cheap way I feel like for us to stop it it gives us one week to just be like to not have that conversation five minutes before we start recording, being like, so what are we talking about this week? See, look, we are professional and organized, and look at us go. We've done it. This was our our professional and organized (laughs) episode. You're welcome. You guys will never see this level of organization from us again, so I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Okay, Um, well, we'll talk to you all next week then. Okay. Yes. Bye. Stay safe. I don't know why. Okay, bye.